Hello and welcome to Check It Out, a podcast from your local library. Today we invite you to join us as we tell the legend of Shushka. So as a special treat for all of you out there, we have Jamie from Macala who would like to share her own experiences with Shushka. Well, in the days before moving to McCullough, I worked at the Central Library, and there were days that I came in very, very early. And as I pushed my cart up to the second floor, which was completely devoid of staff or patrons, if I came through this one door and let it slam loudly behind me, I would immediately hear a loud shh in a room that I knew was utterly empty. That sounds like proof to me. I'm just chilled right now. I definitely learned to be more mindful of the noise I was creating, even on those early, early days. Did you ever feel threatened? No. uh, The feeling was of someone who was slightly annoyed and somewhat disapproving of the noise I had created. Very interesting. And now, EVPL presents The Legend of Shushka. Greta was born in Prussia in the 1880s to a strict father and loving mother. When she was very young, she was nicknamed Shushka after a dessert that came from the family recipe book. The family moved to America and settled in Evansville, Indiana, a quickly growing industrial town where her father was able to build a successful watchmaking business. Greta's earliest memories are all accompanied by the measured tick, tick, tick from her father's workshop and his domineering orders for quiet. But if those are her first memories, the second ones would be of the library. Her mother frequently brought her to the town's library to read books and attend meetings. She became enamored with the soft sound of turning pages and her mother's whispery reading voice, and then later her own ability to turn the words on a page into fantastical images in her mind. These vivid imaginings replace the typical childhood exuberance. Sadly, as Greta's love of reading grew, her mother's health weakened. Time that had once marked celebrations and outings was now marked by frequent visits from the doctor with the ever-present tick tick, tick of her father's clocks in the background. After her mother's passing, Greta could not stand the hollow feeling of her home. And though her father arranged day school, music lessons, and many other appropriately chaperoned events, Greta was only happy in the library. Concerned about his daughter's sadness, the watchmaker arranged a marriage on her 18th birthday between her and his own apprentice a perfectly respectable man on all accounts who had proven himself to be a hard worker. Greta's father was sure that her countenance would improve as she settled into managing her own home and family. For a while, they were happy, and yet as the skill of the apprentice grew and more work was done from his own workshop, the tick, tick, tick followed Greta, and her sadness remained. And with it, her husband's anger increased. 
Greta continued to find joy in the library, but her home had become even more miserable. The apprentice was succeeding in business, and yet his earnings went to liquor, and his disposition became surly and aggressive. He, too, began to resent the constant tick, tick, tick coming from his workshop. One dark and blizzarding winter night, when firewood was gone, he snapped. His fury was unmatched. He smashed the furniture, his workshop, and then turned his rage on his wife. Greta fled into the cold and snow, dressed in only her nightclothes. The next morning, Greta was found, her body frozen on the steps of the Evansville Library, her icy fingers reaching for the door of the one place she felt solace in life. People say that to this day, her spirit travels from library to library, continuously trying to avoid the father and husband who caused her misery. Some patrons report that they hear her shushing. Others say she is responsible for computer malfunctions or charging cords that suddenly become unplugged. Some people say that when humming can be heard, you are in her presence. And you may even hear the gentle whispers of her childhood nickname, Shushka. Thanks for listening to our haunting tale. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like and subscribe and leave a review. Also, you can email us at podcast at evpl.org. Don't forget to join us next week. Happy Halloween! Ooh.